listening to Sermons at St. Mary's, homilies of Father Don Nectarius Hawk, recorded live at St. Mary's Antiochian Orthodox Christian Church in Omaha, Nebraska. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Let us be attentive. At that time, when Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew into Galilee. And leaving Nazareth, he went and dwelt in Capernaum by the sea, in the territory of Zebulun and Naphtali, that what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled. The land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali toward the sea across the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light, and for those who sat in the region and shadow of death, light has dawned. From that time, Jesus began to preach, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. <coughs> Choir, in case I've already stepped on your toes, please forgive. If I haven't, I will, not intentionally. Then if there's someone back there, usually there's a lady sitting in the congregation where I preach, and if my voice drops, you start jumping up and down or waving at me, and I'll know to get my voice back up. Merry Christmas. It came yesterday. Okay. Three days before that, the letter from our Metropolitan saying, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Me, I finally picked up the few cards that we actually send and put them back in the box. There was no more time, there was no more me, and I made one of those decisions. I had to go there and get on with other things. It is a strange time. It is a strange event. It's a strange person. And quite frankly, our society and most of the Western world does not know what to do anymore. The language the language with which we try to express ourselves is gone. It is being taught to young pastors that if you are to go on a pastoral call, be prepared to begin at the very beginning. Because in all likelihood, none of the Bible will be known. None of the tradition which surrounds the Bible and comes from the Bible will be recognized. And so we must, as pastors, try to gauge where we are to speak. It's a strange experience that we have of coming to the birth of Jesus. And let us not be concerned about the exact date on which he was born. 
coming to the birth of Jesus and bowing down before that as God is made flesh. Not like theophany in which Jesus, the God-man, already stands there, complete, complete God, complete man, and the Father speaks from heaven, and the Holy Spirit comes to anoint the water, and Jesus' own body will anoint the water, and then there is a separation. It's a very different kind of spiritual experience. When we step into that experience on the 6th of January, then we step very quickly into a time warp and we are carried 30 years to stand here today. Just a few days ago was the Theophany and now we're the first Sunday after Theophany. Huh. What does this mean to us? How can it be applied to have just heard the prophecy from Isaiah? We've already heard so many prophecies fulfilled at his birth, and yet here we are. In 1995, believe it or not, this was the opening of a popular song. What if God was one of us? Just a slob like one of us. Just a stranger on the bus trying to get home. If you watch the pendulum through the centuries, you will see that it will swing to the side of our Lord's humanity, and then it will swing to the side of our Lord's divinity because it is so much to try to not to understand in orthodoxy because eventually we go, yes, Lord, we finally get it. Let us fall down on our faces and accept, whether we understand it or not, the fullness of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It is strange to encounter people and yet I remember this happening 30 years ago when a boy came into a church and he looked and he asked, who's that on the wood? Okay. That is almost complete in society today. What has become the one law of this society? I can't call it a value as such. And don't jump to conclusions here. What is the one law that prevails over all things and has hold of the reins right now? I'm a retired psychotherapist. That every single thought and feeling which I have is the law of the land. And if you do anything to offend my thoughts and my feeling, you deserve to be punished. One way or the other. Bullying. Just blotting your name out on the internet. That is the one thing that people seem to understand these days. So, if they hear a preacher or a Christian 
layperson say, love your neighbor, they would go, what? What does that have to do with anything? This is what's real. My feelings, my thoughts, nothing else. How well do you think that would go over on Mount Athos? Okay. If a young man arrived there, an old man either, and said that to an elder, I'm sure he'd be on his face, and I don't know how many full Natanyas he would have to do just to be there. What does that put on our shoulders? It puts on our shoulders seeing a reduction of Christians, another split in a Protestant group, impossibility of your understanding even how in the fifth grade in Dallas, Texas, in the public schools, we were all handed the Gospel of John. Okay. And we said the Pledge of Allegiance and the Our Father every morning in the public schools. You see how different our society has become. When we are in the presence of the Holy Name, we're in the presence of all of the saints, the Holy Mother, and our Lord, we are here for one reason and one reason alone. To be in communion with God. And sometimes that's easier than others. Many of you women may have read a book called Journey to God. I don't know, by Jean Hoefling. Okay. I know her only through the internet. This is St. Spiridon in Loveland. Father Evan is the priest there, and I know him because he helped train me. And a few weeks ago, I talked to a friend, Ernie. He was a Taekwondo brother. And the next week... He stood up, and he dropped dead. Jean, I did not know, last April, I believe it was, lost her husband. Why did she lose him? Because he had a heart condition and... The only thing they could do for him was a heart replacement, and the doctors would not move unless they had $800,000, because they had very poor insurance. So they put him in hospice, and he died. Five months later, one of the grown children died. He had a psychological condition, sometimes used street drugs, and he didn't calculate correctly, and so he died. Now, what does the world have to say to people in conditions like that, in situations like that? Time will heal? I doubt it. Very seriously. Human beings get accustomed to the pain, 
and deal with the pain in many ways. But if that occurred to you and you went to minister to somebody, what verse of scripture would you use? What image? What saint? What hymn? Would you know how to embrace them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ? And I will close with this, leaving out lots of stuff. One day I had gone to the hospital to visit a parishioner. And the relative of the parishioner was standing there, and he had grown up in the parish. It always seemed to have a troubled life. And he looked at me and he said, and tears started forming in his eyes, Father, do these people, meaning the congregation, ever have a chance in their entire lives to open their hearts and let Jesus come in? And I knew I could not respond in such a way in a short time and said, I, I, yes, they have had the opportunity to invite Jesus into their hearts. You recognize that as evangelical language. It is not the problem of ever having the opportunity. It is every liturgy which is offered and every other kind of service which is offered in the Orthodox faith. The door is always open on Jesus' side. It is up to us to whether we want to acknowledge that God is there and God is waiting for us to let him in. Thanks for listening. Find us online by searching St. Mary Orthodox Omaha or at facebook.com forward slash stmaryomaha.